Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church located in Katy, Texas. If you're in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing that faith with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message. God bless your week. Dear Christian, God's grace, mercy, and never-ending peace be yours in abundance today. As you consider this eternal and wonderful truth, have oil in your lamp on Judgment Day. If you aren't quite sure what that means, listen carefully for the next few minutes. First of all, have you ever heard the story of Harold Camping? Harold Camping was a California preacher who claimed that what he was teaching was right out of the Bible. But actually, he taught that the Bible contained secretive messages by interpreting the numbers in the Bible in special hidden ways. At the age of 90 years old, Camping predicted that the world was going to end on May 21st, 2011. There's going to be a terrific earthquake on that day, Camping predicted. It will be way bigger than anything this world has ever experienced. And that will be the start of the end times. He was so sure about this that his organization spent almost $100 million putting up thousands of billboards across California and plastering 20 RVs with this Judgment Day warning. But then May 21st, 2011 came and went. Regular old day. Camping then revised his prophecy to October 21st, 2011, saying, I was off by five months. But then October 21st also came and went, a regular old day, with its usual mix of blessings and challenges. Followers were very, very frustrated, especially those who had quit their jobs, cashed in all their 401ks or savings for college funds in order to fund camping's effort. Finally, a little while after that, camping ate some humble pie and admitted We uh, admit that we were wrong about this timing. Camping died a couple years later at the age of 92. The big question here today is simple. How can I have peace and not fear regarding the topic of Judgment Day? The parable Jesus tells us leads us to answer that question in this way. Do you want to be ready for Judgment Day? Then have oil in your lamp. To have oil in your lamp means to have trust in God's promises. Oil in your lamp is not interpreting numbers in some strange, secretive way. To have oil in your lamp is not to cash in your 401k and buy some billboards and assume that you're good because of that. To have oil in your lamp is not refusing to care about your sinfulness and living however you want or being casual about sin in general. Instead, oil in your lamp would be admitting your sin fully, repenting of it, and then trusting in Christ's finished work. You have faith in his promises. That's oil in your lamp, and God has given us plenty of oil for our lamps in the simple, straightforward meaning of the scriptures. Today, before us, Jesus tells a parable about a wedding, and 
it was important to have oil in your lamp if you were a bridesmaid for the wedding. Here's how it worked back then. A man and a woman would get engaged. Often it was an arranged marriage. And even though that meant they were legally married in the eyes of the state, they did not begin to share a home together until the wedding. On the wedding day, the groom would travel to the bride's house and he would pick her up and then take her from her house to his house where there would be a wedding feast waiting that often lasted as much as seven days and then they would begin to live together as a married couple after that. If you were a bridesmaid invited to accompany the bride on her wonderful wedding march from her house being picked up by the groom to the groom's house and that would become her new house, that was a high honor. Today Jesus tells a parable about five bridesmaids who were wise. They had oil in their lamp, plenty of it. And five bridesmaids who were foolish. They did not have any oil in their lamp. Listen to the verses and we'll talk about it a little more. At that time, Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry ran out, rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. We'll go that far for now. There's a big difference between the virgins, the bridesmaids, who were wise and the ones who were foolish. It isn't so much that the wise ones would get a 4.0 in school and the foolish ones would get a 2.1. It's more talking about how the wise ones were aware and prepared, listening and ready, whereas the foolish ones were unaware, unprepared, not listening, not ready. Maybe it helps you to understand this a little better if you could grasp that to show up as a bridesmaid without oil for this wedding processional march from the bride's house to the groom's house would be like today a bridesmaid showing up for a wedding and two minutes before she's supposed to walk down the aisle with the groomsman before the bride walks down the aisle after her, she shows up right before the wedding looking like she just rolled out of bed. No makeup, no hair done, no flowers, and then scrambling around tries to take another bridesmaid's flowers who is ready to walk down and, and try to still somehow be a part of it even though she really is just unprepared and foolish. That simply would never happen today, would it? And that also would never have happened back then for a bridesmaid to come to the wedding procession without oil for her lamp. Notice how all these bridesmaids were the same. They all had to deal with the delay of the bridegroom. They all became drowsy and they all fell asleep. Outwardly, I guess you could say they all looked the same, but inwardly, they could not have been more different. Some were aware, others were not. And the point Jesus is getting to is this. 
when he comes back on judgment day, some people will be aware and prepared and have his promises in their heart, but others will not. Let's continue on with the parable. Verse 8. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. When the bridegroom arrived, it was game over. You either had oil in your lamp and were ready, or you didn't and you weren't ready. It was too late to share oil. And once that door to the heavenly feast was shut and locked, there were no other options. The foolish, unaware virgins knocked and screamed with energy. Lord, Lord, they said. All along, they had assumed they would be fine. All along, they had thought they were good. But then, in the end, they were left outside, knocking and screaming. They didn't get to enjoy one moment of time with the bridegroom at his heavenly feast. Instead, all they had was weeping and crying and loneliness and abandonment with regret. Jesus, of course, is talking about on Judgment Day. It really doesn't do any good to say, yeah, I'm a Christian. That would be like someone who is a bridesmaid that has a lamp, but that could mean a lot of different things. Someone might say, I'm a good Christian, and that means I follow the Ten Commandments. Or, I'm a good Christian, and I even go to church sometimes. I'm a good Christian, I pray at home. I'm a good Christian, I work hard, and I make money. I have a successful career path with successful kids or grandkids. I'm a good Christian, I'm far better than someone like Hitler, who clearly deserves hell, but not me. But do you see? None of that is oil in the lamp. Oil in the lamp is not anything you are or are not doing for Jesus. Oil in the lamp cannot be provided by your best effort. Isn't it tragic when Satan deceives people to trust that they are okay, that they have oil in the lamp, that they are a Christian based on what they have done for God instead of the other way around. This person has a casual, laid-back attitude towards sin. It's not a big deal. I'm a Christian. I can deal with it later if I need to, but I really don't need to. Judgment Day is coming someday. I'll worry about repenting then. Eternal matters. Don't talk about that now. I have too much to worry about today. Too many heaven-on-earth pleasurable type things to try to attain. But what these people don't realize is that time can run out quickly, and when it runs out, it's too late. 
Jesus is coming again. We don't know when it is. We know that He is coming. And when He comes, either you have oil in your lamp or not. Either you have faith in His promises or you don't. What kind of patient love does Jesus have in order to be willing to rip his heart open, look us in the eye, and patiently teach us about Judgment Day? Just imagine the look in his eye on this day as he's teaching about this parable. Because it happened during Holy Week, he was going to be on the cross in three days. This was the last day of his teaching time. And he was trying to tell people, some of you think that you're Christians, but you're not. Some of you think that you're good for Judgment Day, but you really need to rethink that. Some of you are embracing sin and have a casual attitude towards repentance. And I'm trying to warn you about this before it's too late. What a loving Savior we have who's willing to teach us His Word so that we don't face Judgment Day with a casual, who cares attitude about repentance or sin. What kind of love does it take for Jesus to be willing to be the substitute for those who had a casual attitude towards sin and repentance? He was willing to be treated like he was the one with the casual attitude about God, like he was the one who embraced sin and dragged his feet to repent. He died on the cross. He paid for that apathy. And he transfers his forgiveness back to us so that we can have all confidence when we have faith in his promises that we have oil in the lamp. We are ready for judgment day right now. Jesus can come back anytime. The sooner the better in a sense. And we have a whole Bible full, full of oil to keep replenishing our lamp. What a gift. What an honor to have a Savior who has such powerful love and forgiveness for us. So going forward, when Jesus tells me, keep watch, he's serious about it, that means I'm serious about it. I don't want a casual attitude toward my sin. I don't want a casual attitude toward Jesus' promises. I don't want to say, yeah, I'm a Christian, and then have that mean anything different then. I'm a beggar for grace because I'm a wretched sinner by myself, and yet I am fully forgiven by what Christ has finished through his life, death, and resurrection. The parable wasn't about this, but let's speculate just for a second. What if Jesus told an additional parable about the foolish, unaware, unprepared bridesmaids asking about getting a little oil just a little earlier, say a week before? By the time they went to buy oil, it was too late, but what if they had gone on their errand a little sooner? Then they would have been fine. They would have been aware. They would have been prepared. They would have enjoyed the wedding feast. It's important to realize where we are in the parable. We know Jesus is coming back soon. We know the groom is ready to get this wedding feast of heaven kicked off any minute now. But he hasn't come yet. And that means if you have oil in your lamp, if you have faith in his finished work, you are ready. And you also have an opportunity to share oil. On Judgment Day, you do not any longer have the opportunity to share oil, but today, you do. 
Let's help the unaware become aware before it's too late. Let's help the unprepared be prepared while we still have time. Let's give those who have no oil, no trust in Christ's promises, some exposure to the promises so then God can work in their hearts the same faith we have been given. Not chasing around and running around like cashing in big money to buy billboards or RVs, but in a settled way that communicates this promise. When you are weary and burdened by your sin, come to Jesus. He will give you rest. He will give you peace that passes understanding. He will give you a home in heaven that never ends. The wedding feast is something you can really look forward to going to. Yes, you. He will give you joy. He will give you love. He will give you resilience to deal with trials on earth. He promises you there is no condemnation today because you are in His promises. You have oil in your lamp. So cancel that part of you that's casual towards sin. Cancel that part of you that says, I can repent some other day. I can get ready for Judgment Day in the future. I have plenty of time to get that done. Cancel the part of you that doesn't deeply care about whether the friends and family in your life repent or not, whether they have oil in their lamp or not. We don't want anyone to be left out in the cold, knocking at the door, crying, screaming, shut out, hearing those words, I don't know you. Let's share what we know now while we still have time. Give it our best time in prayer. Give it our best in our offerings and energy. There's a whole Bible full of promises just waiting to be trusted by people today who don't have any oil. God has a long track record of delivering all kinds of his people from evil in many different situations. He will deliver you and me and anyone who hears his promises and believes them from judgment day disaster and instead bring them into judgment day glory. That's coming. Look forward to it. Wake, awake, for night is flying. Jesus is coming anytime. Not yet, but soon. Amen. We know your time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you be so kind as to click to follow our show and give us a five-star rating? That's a quick and easy way to help us get the message of truth out to more people. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.